Yes. It was amazing. It was like after the upgrade, it was like, oh, now it's suddenly Photon OS. And to be able to swipe an operating system out yes. from underneath uh, a running stack, I mean, that's Good amazing point. work on the engineering you, team. Powerful new technology. Cloud migration. Fully integrated system. HCX. Today, we're delighted to announce. Welcome to the HCX Majors Podcast, episode 14 for Monday, October 3rd, 2022. Live from Indiana, I'm Britton Johnson. And from Colorado, I'm Andy Belts. And from California, I'm Francis Wong. And from Kansas City, Kansas, I'm Jason Marcusano. Welcome, everybody. Welcome uh, to your first co hosting spot, Jason. You've been promoted. <laughs> nice. I didn't even yeah. know I was promoted. Yeah, you, you, you can tell everybody you got a promotion today. So, c- congratulations. Wait, wait, wait. Thank you, Brent. <laughs> yes. Now, we had a, uh, an, as is happening across lots of industries, we've, we've had some shifting seas and sands within VMware, as a lot of people, who anybody who, anybody who knows anybody who's worked at VMware in the last six months, You've probably seen a lot of posts on LinkedIn and Twitter and elsewhere about people moving on. Um, and so our own uh, Kofi Ahulu moved on as well, and we wish him well in his future endeavors. Being that this is, generally speaking, a VMware-focused podcast, um, as, of, as of right now, we're not going to have non-VMware employees on, maybe? Um, so for the time being, that's where we sit. And uh, we, 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 Kofi, if you're listening, we miss you. We, we, you know, you're, you're that kind of bright shining star in Canada that we all love and, and, and you know, had, had a great time with. So, yeah, I feel like I'm going to have to take over the cold weather spot that he always filled. So <laughs> I would be next in line, likely in Colorado. So, yeah. Well, you know, it was always kind of two seasons up there for him. It was either, you know, maple syrup season or it was winter. So, <laughs> yeah. It's just life, life in, in the great Northwoods. So, um, Jason, I know you've been on the. Sh- we've had you on the show before, and you, you know, you've you've given us some great insights of things. Tell tell us kind of what you're doing these days. Kind of reintroduce yourself to us in the audience, and kind of give us the Jason Marcusano one two. Yeah. So uh, so since I think the last time I was on, I've moved into the the VCN or. Right, NAS, whatever we're calling networking and security group, uh, it's, it's consulting solutions architect role. So that's that's been kind of my my lot helping out uh, SE teams across the nation, across actually planet Earth for the most part with uh, any any of the advanced NSX HCX solutions that our customers are are relying on. That's been and actually a lot of HCX, a lot of HCX kept me busy. And then you are co-captaining the internal HCX majors team with our own Francis Wong, correct? Correct. Yeah, Francis and I co 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 lead the HCX majors team. So Francis, say hi. Yeah. Hello, everyone. And Jason's really been stepping up because uh, I've I've been taken out for a little bit, getting ready for some of the events coming up. But there's time for me to rotate back in and help out from time to time so all good yeah, good, good stuff coming up with majors we've got uh amia boot camp coming up next week so we've been working hard getting labs up to date for that and 
Uh, I'm going to do some training uh, in the EMEA time zones for, for the folks over there. Um, and then uh, Live Fire is going to hopefully shadow that and help pick up and carry some of the torch. And, the, um, you know, it, 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 there's a lot of effort that goes into these boot camps, right? I mean, the, the team comes together, the labs and all that. So, so we're hoping that Live Fire can help carry some of that work to our partners and to external facing presentation. So I know Francis has, has led that effort. Well, cool. Um, kind of quick question on that piece. Yeah. Who, just since I've I've never gone through one of the boot camps, and I didn't actually know they were going on. I knew that at one point there was some stuff like it, but who is that mostly geared towards, Jason? Yeah. So so really, what we want to focus from from the majors team is internal enablement with within VMware. Okay, so our, yep. So so our goal is is to really. I think this will be our third boot camp this year that we've put together, you know, two, two internal, one external. Um, and it is, it's, it's a lot of effort. You, know, you got to remember HCX majors. It's, it's a team of volunteers. It's the best of the best in the field for, for HCX. So, uh, but, but uh, you know, we all have day jobs too, right? So this is all extracurricular work. So we're hoping that uh, we'll get it down to more like once a year enablement. Um, we'll, we'll update the materials, update the labs, and then hand it over to Live Fire to do the external enablement to help kind of extend our reach. Yeah, there's cool. other there's other uh, avenues for that content that we're expl- uh, exploring creatively, really from a training standpoint for some of our partners, both resellers, MSPs, and VCPPs. And so that's with uh, directionally with the cloud team, but also we're looking at how some of this material may be relevant to customers, uh, current VMware cloud customers. So that's a bit of a sneak peek into some of the things that we're doing to enable our clients uh, with our cloud platforms. And I'll, I'll give the, the live fire team a little bit of a commercial as well, because the, if, if you're not familiar with, the, the VMware internal live fire team and you know, you work for a partner, you should be, um, the, the, the live fire team basically exists to educate and bring up to speed our VMware partners on everything and every, anything and everything that VMware does and delivers as solutions. Um, it's free to partners to attend these trainings. And I mean, it's in my view, it's some of the best delivered training content that we have. Um, it's, it's very similar to a lot of the paid training that you would go to as a customer. Um, but in general, it's kind of even, even more that they like, they turn the technical information and bits up, you know, up a notch for the live fire crowd, because it is kind of a more advanced audience. So if you work for a partner, you're interested in getting VMware training, you know, reach out to your partner business manager or your account team. Um, to get into uh, the, the live fire schedule and see kind of what's coming available. Um, they, they've been forced to deliver them all remotely still because of COVID and everything. Uh, they used to do them all in person. I've gone to two of them in person in the past. Um, they're really, really well done. Um, and that them, if, if, if they actually end up taking on the HCX portion of this and start doing an HCX focused live fire, that would be a really, really good, good, good class to go to. So I think that'll, that, that that's, really positive news from my view yeah yep. let me add my two cents here for partners I've got two listening. cents too yep say say something to your partner teams and let them know so that they understand that you want to see this training uh so that we can 
give them that feedback that y'all are looking for it uh, and light a fire under them. Yeah, and I'll just add that um, there's actually a couple courses to, to Britain, your point. Um, some are actually open free to customers as well. So oh, really? if a customer listening to this, yeah, there's a the, the one that I'm most familiar with, the VCF architecture and automation. You know, there's a customer that is wanting to look, one of mine that I was talking to, wanting to look into like day two operations. And so there's that course done by a virtual trainer, um, but um, uh, yeah. it's all open on demand and um, it's, uh, you just need a VMware learning account. So um, that's right. I anyways, they, yep. Yeah. I forget they, they were playing with that uh, virtual delivery thing for a while there. Yep. Olive trying to uh, expand their reach. The guest of honor today is, is, you know, our esteemed technical product manager for HDX, Gabe. Um, Gabe Ro- Rojas, welcome Rojas. back to the show. Rojas, did I do that right again? Rojas, no J. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. I'll, I'll be Rojas today. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, welcome back, Gabe. Good to have you back on the show again. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How's, how's life in the, in, in the household? Everybody doing well? Life in the household of eight, yeah. uh, it's a blur at all times. Uh, <laughs> I can't, um, it's probably old news right now, but yeah, so uh, yeah, no, I, my, my wife in law school and the six kids is, is uh, it's like, yeah. uh, don't know how you do it. Hell mode or it, a hard goes, mode. Uh, he goes for really long runs. That's how he does it. Yeah. That's, that's how I recover. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just go around and then, uh, yes, that's my, my, yeah. my little, uh, me time. No, but it's, but it's been good. You know, it's, a. Uh, yeah, we you know we that, that as you all know, you know, we had explore happen. So so got to travel out there and talk to people, uh, just kind of hang out with teams and you know, like both internally and externally with customers. And that was it's absolutely amazing, you know. I think uh at least for me and my personality type, I, I needed um human connection and I gotta I gotta quadruple those of it at, at Explore. So yeah. All right. Yes. Um spe- speaking of Explore. You know, the let, let's kind of just quickly cover off. I don't, I don't want to get into like the nitty gritty details of things, but what are kind of two highlighted things about HCX that we heard about that explore? And this can be kind of open to anybody, but hey, Gabe, if you want to lead off, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So I, from, from our side, I, you know, we, we wanted to, to um, I guess, re- first of all, reconnect with customers, right? So, um, you know, my colleague, um, Brianna and I, we, we, uh, we attended double digits uh, customer meetings. We were just nonstop uh, speaking with customers, and you know, we we delivered uh, in the in the whisper suites. You know, uh, speaking with customers about what's coming. We we uh, spoke a little bit about what we're building um, for the um, project Northstar. So just a, a SaaS based um, offering of ACX, um, and really, like I said, it was it was getting getting feedback from um, from customers on on their current usage and let them know about what's been recently released. So I think that's, that's what we're going to do a, a little bit of today, right? Anybody else on Explore thoughts? It was a tiring event and it was <laughs> so good to see everyone, by the way. And yes, I was there and I'm sorry if you guys didn't catch me. I was hiding out in the labs the entire time um, because we had quite the, quite the crowd up there. I think our numbers were somewhere 29% of event attendees actually came through the labs. So we were quite busy. Uh, I will also be at Barcelona. So, and I will also be at the labs. So if y'all are out there and want to stop by and say hi, that's come by, 
and and say hi. And I'm a, a noteworthy thing at the event. They had a they had a couple of McLaren simulators out there, so you could, they could get in line and, and go oh, drive. Nice, yeah. That, that's pretty cool. And they, you know, if you didn't want to wait in line for that, they had a um, a Mario Kart eight like stations where you know you had <laughs> steering wheel and pedals, and that that was pretty amazing too. Yeah. So. Well, since we last spoke to you, Gabe, specifically, I mean, I think we covered some of the 4.2 stuff, so we're actually covering over probably a little bit of 4.3 and 4.4 in terms of what's new with HCX and where we're going with things. I think I think maybe the first big thing to cover off is you mentioned that there's uh, some Fed space available now, so this is... So, so what this is, is, you know, this is uh, um, ACX uh, 4.3.9, this the versioning that we use for it. This is uh, a okay. uh, ACX for for um, VMware Cloud and AWS the, for the, for their uh, oh that's where it is. Okay. Gulf okay. offering. Okay. Yeah. So, so so pretty much. I mean, I actually did, did, a, did a. It's quite terrible, but I did a, like a sort of a at home lightboard uh, video on it. If you find that, you can check it out. It's not good. You know, I'm actually not not good at looking at the camera. I'm like, hey, speaking to the person. So my, you know, I'm all over the place. But anyway, so this this, this offering the the um. If you're familiar with HCX, like in a nutshell, what we do is we have this this uh, hyper lockdown, you know, security wise appliance. So like it's a very secure um, a version of of the of the managers and the appliances. So like every every control. I mean, I, I, if you've ever um, been in, you know, looking into FedRAMP, uh, low, medium, high controls, like at, at the high level, it just it's a tremendous list. You know, hundreds and hundreds of controls that you have to meet mm-hmm. to satisfy um, that certification. So. So those controls are, are obviously they're met um, in, in that offering, and and what that does is the the each manager participating in in that kind of deployment, um, they they communicate uh, not not upstream to the you know to the uh, regular licensing activation server that that's typical with ACX, but instead we send communications uh, of that nature to the to the cloud manager that's sitting in a in a FedRAMP high SDC, and we we so we funnel them to a um, to a shrink-wrapped version of that component that FedRAMP high compliant teams manage. So, so that way, um, it, yeah, it's, everything's protected, never exposed to the internet, but it's not quite a, a unplugged offering. It's just a, a okay. different, it's a variation of what we have today for the commercial counterparts. And it's, and it's only available in the federally compliant VMC and AWS? Today. That's, so that was our clouds, initial uh, cloud destination. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, obviously we're 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 working with uh, some huge uh, hyperscaler partners for for the next um, iteration of this, but right. I can't speak to that. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah. No, we, yeah, that's fine. Um, I mean, and maybe maybe you you can you can or you can, you can you maybe you can either confirm nor deny. But is there at any point ever going to be some semblance of an offline release for those Fed customers who want to turn this up in their own kind of isolated spaces? Because I know that's been a huge request for a long time. It has, you know. So, so I, I can tell you that that at this time, the so so we have to prioritize the um, the company wide strategy, right? And mm-hmm. and, the, and the company wide strategy is to tackle multi cloud and and uh, and SaaS based uh, uh, offerings. So sure. so we are aligning there uh, primarily. I, I wouldn't discount it, but at the moment, it's not um it's not in our in our. Immediate roadmap, yeah. Immediate yeah. or medium term roadmap, yeah. What? Okay, so like then then let's fast forward a little bit into the releases for four point four. What is probably, I guess, in your mind, Gabe, the kind of the biggest thing that we're adding to four point four that customers? Yeah, you know, okay, so it, it's funny. I, I know, I know, it's been a while since since we got together, right? So, so, so four point four. 
don't call me. I think it was like late July, so like around middle of the year. And, and we've been releasing maintenance uh, uh, stabilization patches for it, right? So, so we have a um, um, late um, September or so we released four four two. So we've already we've actually already had two maintenance patches on top of four uh, four. Okay. Um, so for anyone like kind of listening, we, we didn't like just release it, right? But it's 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 running more stable today. Now the the big things that we added on there are. Um, Sort of like the, I guess three or four main things. Is the one of them was uh, transport analytics, um, and 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 transport analytics was was um, providing a tooling that lets admins do. Um, think of think of what you would do if, if you're if you're going to perform like a performance baseline of of your ACX, you know, migration implementation, and and you know you're you're hopping into like the appliance CLIs, and and you're you're running perf tests, or or maybe you have VMs behind the. Uh, the network extension appliances and you're running perf tests there and, and you're seeing how things are performing. And mm-hmm. uh, so think, think, think of the kind of work that you do there and you're, you're figuring out your, your site to site latency, if there's drops or, or, you know, this, so, 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 so you, so I, I guess internally we say, you, you know, you're characterizing the, uh, the network underlay that, that ACX is going to sit on top of. Right. So that exercise, we, we, we rolled it into the uh, ACX as a UI, you know, kind of driven um, solution for, for baselining and, and, and you know, even so, so doing doing some some deep baselining, and then doing some on demand. Um, what do you say? Like like, uh, I guess checks like monitoring of the underlay uh, based on you know existing counters and things. So that's one thing. S- uh, secondly, you know we we um, and I can get into each thing and, and however det- however much detail you want. But this second thing is is uh, ACX. Uh, we we fully moved it to Photon OS uh, in four four. So I know I just said that you know four three nine uh, was the GovCloud cloud thing where we secured everything. We kind of mm-hmm. like ratcheted up all the you know to meet all the controls. Uh, so so a- as a platform in four four we we fully adopted Photon OS uh, for for the all, all managers and and um, IX migration appliance and the uh, extension appliance uh, OSM appliance uh, everything but uh, but went up. So so went up this doesn't use it, but everything else is running on. On the VMware Photon OS, and which is pretty cool, uh, just a- a- as a matter of like, uh, I guess on one hand, kind of dog fooding and and leveraging um, just collaboration across BUs. So you know, Photon does not run by our ACX BU or even NSVU. It's a separate, you know, separate central team at VMware, mm-hmm. and and who who does like a great job. You know, they have you know just super experts and uh, for for this OS, they can kind of focus on that and, and deliver that OS well. Um, we we kind of inherit the, uh, the their secure kernel and and apply it to to our to our service and we can kind of iterate on our stuff right so we instead of you know having uh, resources dedicated to 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 keeping the OS up to date you know patching it and this and that we can actually just collaborate with uh, a photon team at VMware so that's pretty cool it's, it's actually a really difficult undertaking and there was a, a major major chunk of work to together and and. As as you, I mean, if, if you look into like the the stabilization and four four one and four four two, it was, oh, it was uh, it was rough because of that particular change. So, yeah. Any any time dumb question here. Go yeah, for it. Yeah. Hasn't it? Has it not been on Photon OS? I, I mean, obviously, we're talking about it. Like, it's a new thing. It wasn't on. Pho- I could have swore it already was for a while. No, no, no. It was uh, just the internal blocks that we maintained. 
Okay. Yeah. So I know it, it changed impressed. databases. Okay. It changed databases a few releases so, back. So in, in, in 4.3, in the 4.3, we changed databases. That was also hard. <laughs> so 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 I think I think in probably uh, my almost 10 years of VMware, these two changes have, just have been difficult. I would just say, like, that's the nicest way I can put it. And, but, but they've been remarkably seamless. I mean... For, for for the most part, I mean the the upgrade process when we upgraded, especially the Photon OS, yes. it was amazing. It was like after the upgrade, it's like oh, now it's suddenly Photon OS, and to be able to swipe an operating system out yes. from underneath uh, a running stack, I mean that's amazing work on the engineering you, team. I just yeah, I just really kudos. Was. It was uh, I would clap for them. Um, I, I think when whenever we first you know like uh, early iterations of it, you know, we you, you run an upgrade. And the upgrade runs for way, way too long on one appliance. And so the team worked and worked and worked to get it back down to, you know, minutes, single digit minutes, as opposed to, you know, like having to, having to be a 20 minute thing. So yeah, definitely a lot of work to, to get where it's at right now. So it, it looks seamless. It looks just like it looked before, right? Um, so for, for being a change at that level, it's, it is pretty seamless. In network extension HA, I, I believe we spoke about this the last mm-hmm. time that we were on. Yeah. Um, so HA, so in, in 4.4, we, we transitioned to the GA state for that feature. So meaning for like, uh, it was already supported for production, but you know, now it's like, it's fully recommended to use it. Uh, we had time to, to, to fix uh, issues with it. It's, it's a, uh, it's a prime state, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think uh, with it, with HA really the, the, the thing worth, worth saying now is, is, is we had years and years of not having HA and, and that meant something um, uh, to the way people presented uh, ACX network extension, right? So, so I think on one hand, uh, teams, customers, they they love ACX extension because it's easy. You know, you can right click a right click a, a port group, and as long as you know the gateway and kind of where you're gonna land, you know the the magic just happens. It's 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 like the easiest way to to uh to make a network available and consume your your cloud, right? Mm-hmm. So so um, because folks loved it so much, you know, you 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 had to do this kind of dance to to um. So, hey, well, it it we it works and it's very stable and we love it, but but it it doesn't meet the uh, all the check boxes as far as resiliency, right? So it's like you have a single node uh, exposure, so your your failure domain is is like pretty catastrophic if that thing goes down. Um, so so in in those conditions, uh, uh, people kind of got accustomed to to saying, hey, well, you know, use it, but it's short term, you know, like like it's it's a short transitional evacuate a network and and yank it out, right? So, so that, that was kind of the, the mindset that was driven by not having um, the features. Now, it, it's funny, one of the one of the questions we get the you know, uh, most often now is, hey, now, now that it's HA, how long do you recommend, uh, you know, these things to be- uh, That was, that was going to be my next uh, question, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's okay. So so I think I think in, in the previous state when, when that feature didn't exist, um, well, yeah, I mean, it, it's like as fast as possible, right? Like, like remove the risk uh, as soon as you finish using it. Now, um, well, now it's, 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 if, if, um, if the resiliency state is acceptable, like we, we're not drawing a line in the sand. We're not saying, hey, now use it for two years. And then, I mean, there's no, there's no reason for us to artificially say this is how long. I mean, I think now customers can feel comfortable using it for as long as they need it. Uh, until it's no longer until well, it no they, longer makes sense, yeah. right? And I and I think it kind of solidifies HCX's position as a multi-cloud enabler, um, you know, because it really allows customers to kind of yeah stand up where they need to stand up things, you know, put put their toe in the water of moving from one place to another, and allow it to come back. Um, what what kind of feedback, if any, have we gotten from customers who have turned this on, 
you know, have we heard kind of anybody who've, who've had horror stories averted because they had this turned on? Sure. No, I've heard it's, it's, it's been, it's been, uh, um, kind of, kind of mixed, you know, so, so some of the early feedback was like, Hey, it's, uh, the, the standby is doing this or not doing that. So that was the earlier kind of a, a pre-GA, you know, feedback and, and, and those are things that we, that we fix. Right. So to the, today, now we're hearing some customers say, Hey, well, I've already been using ACX. Um, it's really difficult to like undo this configuration, uh, to enable that, right? Because I mean, so, so if, if you're enabling a feature to prevent downtime, but you're asking them to take, you know, like an extended downtime to use them, it's, it's kind of difficult to juggle. Like, does that make sense? I, I think uh, maybe, maybe the way you would rationalize still doing it is, is you can take a controlled outage and be prepared for an uncontrolled, for, for unplanned downtime, right? Which is like, it can be very severe depending on like who's available to troubleshoot when things break. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the feedback has been, hey, like let's, Let's get a a uh, be able to enable it on on live networks. Like so, it ch- change change the existing extension from single node seamlessly to the HA. That's been some of the ask. Now, some customers, it's funny at, at the at the Explore event, we actually heard some of the opposite. Some customers were like, hey, you know what? It's fine. You know, we'll <laughs> we'll we'll do the maintenance and we'll, and we'll use it as is. So it's been a little bit of a little bit of everything. You know? but it, fundamentally, it's an architectural change. Right. And how you're operating. So, I mean, yeah, it's not like the previous model that we had before was ready to be HA'd, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, perhaps in folks' mind, they're like, just add this on, but it's a different model altogether that you're really working with. It is. No, but but at, at this point, you know, like for, I think probably for two, two or three years, this was our most asked for um, feature, so I'm glad it's it's there and it's GA and it's not perfect today, but it's you know we're we're, we're getting there. I think we, I would love to see it be available for existing uh, customers. The I think the so this is you know uh, I guess this has already been around since um, uh, four three and now it's now it's GA actually since four two. Um, the last one is is we 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 upgraded the um, the replication component of ACX. So like the the engine the the service that we use is now running um, it's it's internal version is eight four uh, so we we've, we've been running a couple of major versions behind for many years uh, so this this change actually is is um uh, but without even uh, without even like by default uh, the the software works better right so it's, it's like a replication is just advanced um, over time so so we're taking in the the latest benefits of it. Um, actually, you know, you will, you'll see a marginal improvement in migration, uh, and replication based migrations, like bulk migrations and, and, the RAS, uh, just by, by this change, right. Without doing anything else. Um, is and it then performance improvement. Or? It is, it's, it's, it's small. It's, so it's, it's, um, it's just a, a marginal improvement. I have like, a tolerance you know, to, Gabe, have a tolerance to, to high change rate VMs. Are we seeing any improvement there? We we're not claiming so so I'm telling you like there's there's a marginal improvement but we're not we're not like adjusting um, the like the documented churn that we support on, on a certain other lane so that, that's still the same no that's uh, fair but but it is it does it does we we see it run a little bit better um, yeah so that's that was that was actually uh, it was actually phased in over several releases I know at at some point we. We you know we added the service to the managers and then we kind of like silently added it in different places and then and then in four four finally uh, enabled it and kind of the, the the cool part of this is 
is now whenever you know whenever you have customers asking for um, like like hey I want to replicate a let's say a um, and like an encrypted VM or, or or something something that that that's been available um, in, in the newer replication versions. Um, now, now we can actually explore that as a possible like hey before it was like well we can't even talk about it because like, fundamentally we're not running the right um, code to 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 get there. And now, now we are, and now we can actually prioritize uh, these 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 other asks and deliver them, you know, over time. So that's pretty, pretty exciting. Uh, and then there's, yeah, there's yeah. like, I have a, you know, where we added a bucket of random stuff. Um, yeah, sorry. yeah, I think it's interesting or it's noteworthy to understand that HCX as a product encompasses several different technologies of which one is vSphere replication. A lot of our customers are familiar with what vSphere replication is because it's a standalone uh, product and technology that comes with the vSphere uh, package, if you will. And so they're going to be a lot more familiar with the versions because if they're using it on their data centers, they have to have vSphere replication at both ends with the same versions. And so that's what we're using underneath the, I wouldn't say underneath the hood, but it's one of the technologies that we incorporate in HCX. And it's one of those examples where we actually have multiple of our technologies working together. Uh, and if one is a little bit behind, then we, we don't we don't have full parity with all the functions of that particular technology package. And so uh, this is VMware and the HCX team really doing their due diligence, making the product more robust, updating it and ensuring feature parity uh, and in, you know, two steps down in terms of a domino effect, the customers see, may see marginal improvement overall, but it makes the overall solution more current, modern, and and robust. And I think that that's, that's the part where uh, I, I love to highlight because I'm, I'm on the product side now and I'm watching this and I'm like, this is great. We're, we're, we're making improvements for our customers. And people may ask, well, you know, what you're just saying, Gabe, like, hey, the current vSphere replication 8.4 does X. How come HCX doesn't do it? Uh, and now you're like, we're coming, we're, we're, we're coming. This is all um, yeah. a part of it and we're, we're working for you. <laughs> right, right. I, I think uh, one, one of the um, probably least known uh, things that, that we that we deal with is, is, is um, so HCX is used by uh, like a ton of VMware routes. Right? So like, I know, I know so, some folks, their world is, is, is lived in uh, like VMware Cloud Foundations. Some others are spend, spend their days, you know, uh, onboarding, you know, VMware Cloud on AWS or, or you know, or, or Google Cloud, you know, AVS, the, all these various offerings. And there's, there's a, there's a ton of ways you can, you can uh, consume um, a VMware, the VMware software stack, right? Um, and and we we play in all those spaces, so it's they're all a little bit different in some way. I mean, it's it's, a, it's the same software, but uh, the, the way it's it's uh, you know it's, it's orchestrated tends to be different. Um, and you know the the folks that are you know controlling the lifecycle of that offering, uh, it's it's specific teams that do their own qualifications. And 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 we're we I think we you, got, you all know that we we've always been a tiny team at VMware, it's like a ACX team is really in, in the context of VMware and business units. Um, and and making making it all happen for all these groups at once is, is like a it's a lot of work you know it's it's, it's really impressive to 
to see, you know, like uh, backend teams and everyone just building and, and, and trying to be their best to keep up with everyone. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting to see it happen and to be, to be a part of it is a super honor. Sure. Um, and I, I guess just to wrap up uh, on four four uh, Britain. Yeah. Um, uh, we we, we uh, speaking of interop, I know we we and four four four. So we we um, I, I know the, the the VMware cloud um, on AWS offering became available in, in a few new regions, and it's funny like even that kind of expansion has work on our side. So like like our, our automated de- de- deploying function has to be updated to support. I think it like like it was released in, in Hong Kong, Bahrain, uh, Cape Town. Uh, and then back then, I guess mid mid year it was a uh, uh, SDBC version 19 was was uh, was new newer. Um, so so we 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 added compatibility with with that version and with those regions as well. And um and I know right now the the hot thing right now is is um is the, the new versions of, of uh, vSphere and NSX. I guess mm-hmm. what, one point of clarification uh, to make is, is with, with M19, so, so with the SDC version 19 that's out, uh, so you can see those versions, but, the, but they're not running the, the, the full features of, the, of, the, you know, the, the private version of that software. Um, so while we do support um, SDC 19 that, 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 you know, that, that mentions those versions, the the full support for like the you know your vSphere eight and your NSX uh, four uh, that that's all these things that are being uh, um, that are in the works that, that that's that we're also you know we're also preparing for those releases so that this, you know so we can be on time and and, and support those and and you know to enable migrations to those whenever those uh, become available. So. I mean I think that's that's always a good point to clarify on because you know being in the field we were we when i do a lot of hgx demos for customers or pocs for them you know they they stand up a certain thing in their own demo environment but that's not necessarily going to be the exact some things someone's going to see if they stand up a vmc in aws or a vmware or an azure vmware solution or some other cloud provider hyperscaler delivered thing that has hgx baked into it already so you kind of have to check the bill of materials for every solution that you're deploying to know what exactly is going to be baked into that piece of it, because yeah. your feature mileage may vary based on how you have deployed it. Yeah. So, um, other one other interesting thing that that I saw in the release notes, and I, I even was slacking you about this at one point, Gabe. But the the HCX alerts change in the UI. Um. You know, and this is just, you know, as the description reads, it's just a yeah, a new, a new section for monitoring alerts. Is this just alerts based around active migrations or is this alerts <clears throat> based around the status of the, the fleet appliances or is it just kind of everything all in one? It, it, it's both, right? It's, it's, so it's both things. So like if you have interconnects that go down or if you have actually if you have like a migration that that's that's churning and like it's like the VM is noisy and and, and it's like, oh, this is kind of like a... a, a you know, a warning state, you'll see that you'll actually, you'll see that in the dashboard. Um, uh, well, I'm sorry, you'll, you'll see this in the alerts uh, UI. So, so uh, what, yeah. what you had before this change was, is you had, you had a, a tiny widget in the dashboard that showed potentially a ton of alerts that, you know, it's really hard to see them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so this is really a change to, to uh, a, anytime you're, you're looking for, uh, you know, non-healthy state, you, you, you have this cleaned up view that, that shows you everything and that, you, you yeah so it was a pretty much a cleanup of of the of this alerting functionality and then putting it in a place that makes more sense like we rolled it into the troubleshooting section of the ui and it's got a full full real estate now so that's pretty change like that is this kind of the same type of information that a customer could pull from virla's 
which I guess is now Aria, um, in Network Insight. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. So, so I, I know, I know we we feed. Um, I, I can't say that it's a hundred percent overlap, but it's 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 pretty mm-hmm. close. I, I think. Uh, um, if you're running the 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 management pack like the the ACX MP, that's that's probably the best way to see alerts because you also get a um, other rolled up metrics that that, that are good good um, like supporting information for what you're seeing. Uh, so definitely the the MP is is kind of a more robust way to com- consume state if that, like, that's what you're looking for. But the, but this is the the alerting within ACX is the way for us to highlight like really critical. Um, Current conditions, yeah. Stuff that's going but there's on. There's also a, uh, a V-Realize operations pack for HCX2. I, I remember that from back Yeah, that's, that's back the one, MP, that's the one I'm, I'm referring that's to. That's what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, and that, that's, I mean, definitely that's a good, a good way to, to to track appliance health. And, and, and I, you know, actually, you actually can see good utilization of, uh, like, like, total migration bandwidth and things like that. Things that we haven't, you know, like, so, so now, now we have... Transport analytics that lets you see some of that stuff. But before we did, uh, that MP was the only way to see those kind of metrics. Um, and you have a Got few it. places where you can find the information. Yeah, and we kind of buried the lead there where the whole V-Realize suite is now referred to as ARIA. Um, oh, it is. So, it is. so that's, yeah, it's, if you're in the VCN crew, it's it's a little bit of a tough hill to climb because, you know, we were used to be calling it Verney for so long. Now we have to come up with a new acronym. Oh, yeah. And it'll always you know. be Verdi to me. <laughs> <laughs> now it's V Realize Operations for Network Insight, I think is the actual name of yeah, it. Yeah, that name was messaged very loud, loudly at Explorer, actually. That I had so many customers. <laughs> so, so is, is, is Aria doing migrations now? Because you know, I don't know, they, they, they messaged. Yeah, like, that, I, I saw some like, chatter about that as well. Like, like there's some sort of a component inside of Aria that does migrations, but. Um, is that really HCX under the covers, or what? Is, what is? Yeah, what the, the, there's there's some HCX. So they they, um, it's it's a it's a layer on it's a it's a value layer um, that that helps them you know kind of measure their the, their ROI and other things. I mean, like so they're not doing the okay. same. They're not doing the, the migrations. The migrations are still happening um, on the HCX side. Okay. Now they're they're seeing some some information. Kind of like uh, like are you, are you familiar with with dice and the way you see. Uh, it's 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 something at least in the ACS context it's, it's like planning in that in that kind of well well that that's a little bit of inside baseball ball chatter with with us Renard constantly you know VMware changing names I think we're still behind Microsoft on the name changes thing though so we we've still got a ways to go there yeah and I guess uh, let's see um, you were looking at the release now so I can kind of pull them up um, okay so so I um. Yeah, La- any, probably the last thing that yeah, is there any mentioned. last things we'll wrap it up here in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I uh, you know if you look in the, in the if, if you're looking at the releases, you see something about publisher notification, right? So it's, it seems kind of a um probably doesn't make sense like a, a, a person using ACX to, to to know like what that even means. Um but it, it, so so pretty much what, what this means is is imagine imagine you're running a um so an, an ACX installation. Maybe you you installed it a while back and you know you kind of picked it back up and now you're you're using it, um, and and you you know you're running older versions or 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 maybe there was a, kind of a rare situation where we retracted a version, so you don't want to be running in this in this state with this, these these uh, releases that are not not the best ones to be using, uh, and be surprised right like if something goes wrong you you engage 
global VMware global support and, and they tell you, hey, you're running some version of software that's not, you shouldn't be running this, you know? And, and like, mm-hmm. no, no one likes that. I mean, it, folks hate like, like being surprised like that. So, so what we have now is, is we have a, 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 on, the, on the back end, we have a way to, to classify um, the catalog of, of releases that, that are in the field. And, and, the, and we can say, hey, if, you know, if you're running ACX 352 from you know, three years ago, we're, we're going to flag this build as you know, end of general support. So like, if anyone out there is running it, you know, this, this ugly red banner saying, hey, like, this, is not, this is not a supported version. So it's, it's a way for us to, to, um, to manage a kind of like a, an ever-growing inventory of like fleet managers in the field. Um, and and kind of give give folks a heads up of what's what's not good. Similarly, like you have a in <clears throat> uh, some of those dot zero releases of ACX, so like like a four three zero, I think is is one like this that that uh, that's not stable. Like like if 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 you run it long enough, some partitions fill up and like things stop stop working. Uh, so those builds we can also flag them as like, hey, this build has been retracted. You know, up, upgrade to something else. So it, that'll be like all, always visible on the on these bad releases. Uh, so that's that's what that means, and that's, that's worth knowing because yeah. you know you might see these banners that you've never seen before, and and that's why. So it, it, as as far as I know, I think we're like the initial internal use of it is going to be controlled, and like like we're going to uh, go after very 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 old releases and and like mark those first, and and kind of like start cleaning up, um, you know. Uh, the fleet over time. We're not going to be like, there's not going to be an aggressive push right off the bat. Right? It's going to be okay. a, a kind of a tiered thing, but that's, that's what that is. Well, and I think kind of the, the one thing that that's always top of mind for a lot of folks in the field is whenever there's a new ESXi version that gets announced, which is vSphere 8 coming out. Generally, that means something old is getting end of supported. And, you know, quick little reminder for everybody, if you're listening to this in real time in October, October 15th is the end of general support for 6.7. So um, mark your calendars if they're not already marked. Uh, you know, get, you know, let's, let's get into vSphere 7 and get ready for 8 because, you know, the, the, the old, everything that's old is, is moving on out to pasture as it, as it properly should. So. Yeah, so I know you. Know, I think, I think I, I've, I've mentioned this in, in some blog posts a couple of times, but like as... as as ACS, as vSphere software like starts like heading towards that phase, right? So it's it's generally supported, but then you know you you see the the um that end of supported in the horizon. Like it's a really good time to start. You know, if you're gonna do if you're gonna evacuate and, and kind of modernize the hardware or like adopt something new, uh, it's it's a good time to start planning sort of your ACX, you know, your your migration. So that way you're not against the wall to meet some kind of timeline. It's you know it's like. Moving, moving workloads. I mean, like there's there's a, a, a physics component of it, right? That that you can't avoid. So, so I mean, like to actually be able to to physically evacuate yep. your your environments. Um, it's good to start planning early. Now, kind of a, a benefit of ACX is is, is once once these uh these uh, vSphere and NSX software reach the, those dates, um, we continue to support the, them for evacuation, right? So. So once once they start like moving into their technical guidance phase, like if you're if you're getting extended support, uh, ACX is still is still valid for an ACX evacuation. So, um, it, it gives you some some flexibility and 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 getting getting out of there and, and and moving on to something new and it's fully supported. That has all the new stuff. And and then that's another great reason why we have things like you know network extension high availability, so the customers can stand these things up. 
get get things moving and just kind of start spinning that flywheel of migration and get them moving because um, it's it's one of those with those things that what I've seen with customers is yeah once you kind of get the process started and you can get those things kicked off and get those jobs moving and get these things replicating and just actually do the do the physics process of the migration all of a sudden it starts to go faster once you get used to how it how it rolls so um but getting started is the key part so all right uh any any final thoughts questions for gabe from anybody i was just gonna say i was just gonna say if you don't want to do the upgrade go to go to a vmware cloud platform (laughs) make it someone else's problem that's my favorite line (laughs) <laughs> I used to run these data centers. I'm like, yes, please make it someone else's problem. Uh, mm-hmm. I got other things to, to do. That's, 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 that's my that, plug. That's a good way to do it too. <laughs> All right. Well, Gabe, thanks for the insight as always. And uh, we'll be reaching out again, I'm sure. And uh, we, we hope, hopefully, are, are you going to Barcelona as well, Gabe, or just Francis? I will be at Barcelona. I, I, right. I thought I wasn't going to go, but yeah, they just uh, told yeah. me, hey, like, make, make your plans. And I'm sure that of that the it. 10, I'm sure of the like 10 people who listen to the show, we might have somebody over there. So, All right. go, go, so go I'll say. actually Hi, be, see you over there. <laughs> I'll, see you there. Hey, no, I'll be doing a, a meet the expert uh, uh, session for ACX. So I think, you know, I think there's like a whole speech test style uh, and Q&A for however long that runs. So um, if, yeah, if you're out there and you, yeah, come say hi. We'll take a selfie. All right. that was good. Actually, I took no pictures during Explorer. It's just, I mean, we're so busy, you know, but I, I want to do it this time in uh, Barcelona. <laughs> That's what I should do. Take selfies. Yeah, there you go. I'm not yeah. good at that. Yeah. Do, do collect, like collect them like Pokemon, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're going <laughs> to increase your... obnoxious selfie, uh, selfie sticks. I thought they were yeah. like banned in Europe. Are they? I don't know. I know they're banned around like uh, the Paris Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Banned in Disney World. I do know that. Yeah. Oh, really? I don't know from personal experience. I just seen them get taken away. <laughs> I've been clocked by more than one of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's dangerous, dangerous times in the selfie world. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks right. for having me on. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks everybody for joining. And uh, we'll all wrap it up offline. And then uh, in, in the meantime, thanks for, for sticking with us. And if anybody has any questions, certainly feel free to reach out to the show or me. Um, and we'll uh, see you all next time. And hopefully I'll get back into a regular cadence here doing these more more than just, you know, uh, once every three months. So, all right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the HCX Majors podcast. Thanks to Gabe, Jason, Andy, and Francis. If you're enjoying the show, please rate us on your podcast app of choice and please share it so others can find us. Thanks again, and we will come back with more HCX migration-centered content in the future. Have a great week. Say that again.